Hey, this is Eric Amarola, and you're listening to Drive Time Sports on AM750. We're back here on Drive Time Sports, KOAL 107.3 FM and 750 AM live at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And to this final segment, it's going to be a fun one. We're going to bring in David Reagan, driver of the number 38 Ford Fusion for Front Row Motorsports. And he's joining us right now in the media room. David, I appreciate you making time for us, taking time out of your busy schedule to come join us. Yeah, absolutely, man. We've uh, got a little bit of downtime between practice and qualifying and uh, here at uh, Las Vegas, it's always uh, a fast Friday for sure. The the track has a lot of grip, and even though they keep taking a little downforce away from us each and every year, uh, the speeds are always pretty high on Friday. Do you look forward to this Vegas trip each year? I mean, I know you guys travel all over the place. Uh, obviously, Vegas has a little bit of luster to it, right? Yeah, it's fun to come to Las Vegas. Obviously, when I was a 21, 22, 23-year-old, it was a, a big deal for me to come. And, you know, you gamble, you get to see some, you know, neat things that you don't get to see at every stop on the NASCAR circuit. And you stay in some great places, eat at some great restaurants. And, you know, the, the city is a lot of fun to uh, to hang out and enjoy your, your downtime before you get to the racetrack. But since they reconfigured the track, the Neon Garage, it's a neat experience for our whole industry. You know, we enjoy coming to tracks that cater to the fans that have a good turnout. And this track's one of the best that uh, they pack the seats. They have a lot of, uh, of access to the fans where they can see what we're doing, see what we're working on. So, yeah, it's definitely one of our top five or six venues of the year. I was going to ask you that. I mean, do you have a particular track that you look forward to, maybe that you circle on your calendar going into the racing season? You know, I like tracks for a lot of different reasons. I enjoy Martinsville uh, as, as much as any track just because it's got an old school feel. I like the short track. I like the racing there. Um, now, there's not much to do, not much to eat, uh, but it's a short drive up from Charlotte. Uh, my family can go. So I, I do like tracks for reasons like that, but I do enjoy going to, to Phoenix and Vegas. The, the weather's nice. It's uh, uh, a lot of fun stuff to do outside the racetrack, some hiking, some good restaurants. But you find uh, something fun to do at, at all the racetracks over the years. Even the track that you don't like the most, you find that neat thing to do on a Saturday afternoon when uh, all the racing activities are done for the day or you know, you, you might have a, a good airport that's easy to get in and easy to get out of. So you find some of those things that are unique. But as far as a racing track and surface, uh, Vegas is, is, a, is a good track. I wouldn't say it's one of the best tracks just because we need the asphalt to age a little bit more and where we can get and run that third groove and Goodyear can bring a little bit more uh, aggressive tire to where we lose some grip throughout a run. So as far as the track surface, I think there's still some some uh, improvements there, or over time that will help that. But everything else about the race in Vegas and what Bruton Smith and the Speedway Motorsports Group does, it's a fun stop. You've had 10 career starts here at Las Vegas. What are some of the difficulties that a driver will encounter on this uh, this intermediate track, I guess is what they consider it? Yeah, track position is so important here because of the few things I talked about earlier, it is difficult to pass. You don't have that third lane that you can move up and, and really create a lot of momentum and, and make passing easier. So a lot of the cars are forced to run the, the middle two lanes, you know, lane and a half. The bottom is the preferred lane around Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So it is tough to pass. Track position is important. You got some bumps getting into turn one, which the guy who, who wins the race, he'll be able to get over those bumps and get to the bottom, uh, keep up his corner speed very good. And the guys that run, you know, 30th or 25th or struggle, uh, they're going to be bouncing and moving around. And so that's a real important part of the racetrack, getting through turns one and two. And then on exit of turn four, it always seems to lose grip and you see some accidents there. Uh, it kind of narrows up where 
Uh, you exit turn four, and, and, and the front straightaway starts. So, yeah, there's a few little trouble spots that uh, you'll see some action at uh, on Sunday. But uh, Vegas is a uh, it's a fast track. It still has a lot of grip from the uh, repave a few years ago, and uh, it always puts on a good show. Again, our guest right now is David Reagan, driver of the number 38 Front Row Motorsports car. Of course, you'll be able to listen to live NASCAR coverage this Sunday here on KOAL. Uh, 1230 Cold Ball 400. So, David, uh, Front Row Motorsports, you're back. I mean, you left, now you're back at Front Row Motorsports. What's that transition been like for you? It's been really easy. It goes back to when you're a young guy uh, or anyone that's listening out there and your your parents tell you, don't burn a bridge. Uh, that's the truth. Uh, they, they need to uh, listen to that comment because uh, I was uh, at Front Row Motorsports for three years. I had a, a great relationship with Bob Jenkins and Jerry Freeze and the competition staff. And so I left to uh, to go fill in for Kyle Busch and, and ended up racing a, a Toyota for uh, two seasons and then found myself back at Front Row. A lot of familiar faces, uh, Bob Jenkins and uh, and Brad and his family. They've been very uh, you know good friends even throughout the transition when I wasn't racing for them. So it was a lot of fun to uh, to get back and see a lot of the guys that were still working at the shop and I think that the front row team has done a great job uh, getting the race cars a little bit faster. They've got a very good agreement with Roush Fenway Racing to uh, get some parts and pieces and, and some engineering support from. And then we've had a, a very good uh, first part of the year uh, having some new partners and sponsorship uh, announcements on our Fords uh, of mine and Landon's car. And so we're in a good position at Front Row Motorsports with uh, juice batteries on our car. Uh, this weekend at Las Vegas, we've got uh, Camping World and Good Sam on our car for a lot of races this year, along with Jacob Companies and some of the great sponsors that they've had. So, yeah, overall, it was uh, an easy transition back in a place that I feel comfortable with and, you know, proud to uh, to be there trying to make a difference and make the team better. You mentioned Landon Castle. What kind of relationship do you have with your teammate? Yeah, Landon's a great racer. I think he's very smart. He's intelligent. We've been around the garage for a long time. Uh, we're similar age, a similar background. We grew up racing uh, late model style cars on the asphalt short tracks around the country so I've got a lot of respect for Landon and we, we don't really uh, I'd say we don't hang out a whole lot uh, outside of the racetrack um, and I think that being a teammate some of that will change and it'll give us an opportunity to get to know each other's family some and spend some more time with each other so often you see a lot of guys in the garage uh, for years and years but you don't really get to know them until uh, you've got a similar interest or, or something that uh, makes you spend time w with each other but Landon's uh, I think he's a, a talented race car driver I think he and I are going to work well together and we already have uh, kind of lean on each other at, uh, at different times and help the, uh, the the Fords at Front Row Motorsports be faster. You also mentioned Juice Batteries. You guys had an exciting announcement uh, out just a few moments ago. It's been a great year for you sponsorship-wise, hasn't it? Yeah, we've been able to sign some new partners to Front Row, like I mentioned before, and then they've got CSX and Love's Travel Stops, some of the partners that have been there for multiple seasons back and that continue to uh, to make their programs bigger and better. So that that's a great thing about uh, the, the sport. Bob Jenkins has made an investment year after year to keep growing his team, but we've uh, had some good partners and sponsors that have recognized that and have been able to grow along with us. So uh, the addition of uh, Juice Batteries for uh, multiple races this year on the 38, uh, it's a new brand. They're going to be in some retail outlets uh, you know, around the country uh, with some rechargeable uh, AA, AAA batteries that uh, the technology in the battery world hasn't evolved like the technology in the electronics world. So they uh, they did a nice hybrid 
uh, battery that uh, lasts a long time, that's rechargeable, that we can use in a lot of our devices that, that require a AA or AAA battery. So, you know, they're exciting new brand that uh, that we can use at Front Row Motorsports as, uh, as we're racing and that the fans can uh, get a chance to see uh, firsthand and uh, they can leverage their NASCAR relationship to uh, get in the door of some retailers around the uh, the country. So, yeah, we've got a, a good fit, and we're very blessed to have a lot of races that are already sold on our car. A couple of more questions for you if you got the time. Yep, yep. All right, let's get to know David Reagan outside of racing. So what's it like if, if it's off-season, you got a weekend free, what's David Reagan doing? You know, before kids, we would uh, pack up and, and, and go travel somewhere. My, my wife and I have... Uh, been together for a long time. We dated for several years before we got married, and so we enjoyed to travel. When she got out of college, uh, she worked some part-time, so it allowed us to go and uh, and do a lot of fun stuff over the off-season, and our off-seasons are so short. Uh, we raced from Valentine's Day to Thanksgiving, and so we only have a couple of months that we can go and do some things, uh, but even during that time, we've got other obligations with uh, NASCAR, maybe some of the TV partners, some of the media outlets and different things. So uh, now we've got two little girls and two little kids at the house. So uh, usually whatever they want to do, we, we stay home a lot because it is fun to uh, to just stay home. But uh, yeah, as they get a little older, we'll go do some, some trips and vacations. Uh, I live in Charlotte. Uh, my family's in Georgia. My wife's family's in South Carolina. So we stay in the Southeast, visit some family and just kind of stay low key over the off season. If I was to pick up your iPod, what would I find on it? Um, well, I don't think I even have an iPod anymore. <laughs> me so, neither. Um, you and me are probably the yeah, only two I, in the world I, that I, don't. I think that some of my songs, uh, you, you get lost. Some are on my computer. Some are on my phone. But um, I'm not a big music guy. I, I'm kind of a, a 90s and 2000s country guy. Okay. Yeah, I don't really like some of the, the new pop country. I like more of the, you know, older school. Not, not like, you know, 70s and 80s country, but, uh, you know, your your Alan Jackson and Diamond Rio and you know some of the uh, the older older 1990s when I was a teenager. So um, yeah, I, I'm kind of boring, man. I listen to podcasts and like talk radio a lot more than I do uh, music. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's right. Yeah, I'm quite fond of talk radio. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's a good thing for you. Uh, as far as uh, maybe an influence in David Reagan's career, I mean, was there a driver or a particular person in this sport that you kind of looked up to as a kid that you kind of used that as inspiration to get to where you're at today? I was a big Dale Jarrett fan and a Bill Elliott fan being from Georgia. Uh, Bill Elliott was winning a lot of races in the 90s and even early 2000s, and, and so I was a big Bill Elliott and a Dale Jarrett fan. But I didn't really get to know those guys any until I started racing some. But my father was a racer. He owned a, an automotive uh, repair shop and a parts store. So I kind of grew up being a hands-on guy around the, the race shop and going to the racetrack some with him. So I'd say he's definitely the, the biggest uh, you know, motivation and, and someone that I could lean on as a, as a teenager and as a young guy trying to, to make it in the world of stock car racing because he had some experience. Uh, he was a good motivator. He's a hard worker. He, he's a very smart guy. So uh, definitely my father was someone that I could lean on as I was trying to get into the world of NASCAR racing. We'll end with this. Uh, 25th at Daytona, 23rd at Atlanta. What's it going to take to, to log a top 10 finisher at Las Vegas on Sunday? Uh, we've got to have a good car, uh, but really just a perfect day. I think those two races, Atlanta and Daytona, we, we had opportunities to run in the top 10 at Daytona. Uh, we had an opportunity to run in the top 15 maybe 18 in Atlanta, and so just a few small mistakes on our behalf, uh, calling the race a little bit better. We need to make better adjustments throughout the race, these uh, four and 500-mile races. The track changes a lot. 
the track changes from Friday to Saturday to Sunday. And so working with Derek Finley for uh, the first time in a few years, Derek has been a competition director. He hasn't been calling races the last couple of seasons. So I think he needs to get a little more comfortable. Uh, our pickery has been doing a nice job, but we can just kind of clean up our act a little bit. I think that the competition level in the Monster Energy Cup Series is so difficult that you've got to have a, an excellent day just to run in the top 10, and it's got to be almost perfect to have an opportunity to win. So if you have any mistakes like Kevin Harvick did last week, uh, speeding on pit road or some of the guys that uh, that have a mistake, you're in 25th before you know it. So it's uh, extremely tough to run in the top 20, and we've got to make sure that we are um, smart with our, our, our race car on Saturday night and Sunday. I can't make any mistakes, and, and you just have to, to be flawless because the competition is so difficult. If you make a mistake, uh, they're going to be right there to jump on you. David, I really appreciate you taking out the time to come and join us. Thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. Best of luck uh, over the weekend. I know it's not just Sunday for That's you right. guys. I mean, That's the spectators right. may see it as that, but, I mean, it's a full weekend for yep. you. Yeah, we're glad to be here. We appreciate all the fans uh, listening and coming out to the racetrack. Like I said, Las Vegas is one of the premier stops on our circuit because of the fan engagement, a lot of the energy, uh, not only in the city and on the strip, but out here at the racetrack. So we enjoy coming out, and thank you guys for having us, and uh, we'll see some of you on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Sounds great. Thank you very much. Thank you. Again, that's David Reagan driving the number 38 Ford Fusion for Front Row Motorsports. And with that, we're coming up on the end of Drive Time Sports, again, live at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I look forward to this show once a year. It's always a great time. Got to thank Bubba Wallace, David Reagan, and Greg Peterson for being a part of the show. You will be able to listen to the archive version of today's show at CastleCountryRadio.com here in just a moment. And I will be back on Monday, same time, same place. Also remember to catch the Cobalt 400. It'll be live Sunday. Live action will begin at 12.30 p.m. I'm Jordan Buscarini signing off. I will catch you Monday. I am out.